0: So King Nebuchadnezzar decides to summon Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into his presence. What's about to happen to these three young Jewish men? Let's talk about it today on Lift It Up. Hi friends, this is Pastor Rip. Lift It Up is a short daily podcast for leaders. No matter where you lead, maybe it's in the marketplace or an office, or on the mission field, or the local church, We all have opportunities to lead others. Now, let me state the obvious here. Daniel's not mentioned in this chapter, not even mentioned during the fiery trial. We don't really know where Daniel is at this point. I mean, maybe he was away on a mission for the king? All we can assume is that if Daniel was there, he would not have complied with the worship of the statue. After all, he would later be thrown into the lion's den due to his faith in the one true God. So here in our story, King Nebuchadnezzar asks Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego if they have obeyed his command. And if they haven't, he gives them an opportunity to do it right on the spot. Verse 15 says, If you are ready to fall down and worship the image of gold I have made, very good. He's giving them a chance to be compliant to his order. But the problem, if you guys didn't do it before, but now you can bow down right here before me. But then the true evil begins to expose itself in this next statement, the rest of verse 15. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Now let's look at the motives here of King Nebuchadnezzar. He didn't care if these Jewish young men wanted to accept the faith of the Babylonian gods. He wasn't trying to make them you know, great followers of his deities. This was about control, plain and simple. (laughs) Sound familiar? I mean, these guys were defying his mandate, and he did not like it. If they defied him on this, what else are they going to do? It probably does sound familiar to some of you over the last couple of years. You see, the king makes his most outrageous statement in the last part of verse 15, threatening them with death by fire. He said, Then what, God, will be able to rescue you from my hand? Man, talk about arrogance. Now, I'd be stepping away from that guy for fear of a huge hole opening and just swallowing him up. Strangely, though, the king was right about one thing. No little God, little G, would be able to save them. Only the all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing God, the great big God that you and I know. Now we finally have a chance to hear Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego speak up to the king. Verses 16, 17, and 18. O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Did you hear that, by the way? If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he'll rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. There are so many good lessons here. First, they didn't feel the need to defend themselves. Do you ever feel like you have to? Do you know God will step in and defend for you? You see, they knew God's laws and that this order was against his laws. Secondly, they knew that God was able to save them. I mean, he had done it before. Save them from death when the interpretation of the king's dream, when they prayed together with Daniel. Also, there was the time when they only ate vegetables and water for 10 days to prove they didn't need to defile themselves with the king's food. They had seen God work before and knew that he could do it again if he chose to. And I love what they said. They believed that God would rescue them, but they also allowed God to do the choosing. They said, but even if he does not. You see, many times as Christians, we try to tell God what to do. We essentially write the script and hope that he signs it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are a great example because they believe God was able and that he'd do it. But even if he didn't, they were still not going to bow down. That, my friends, is a great example of true faith when things begin to get dicey. So let me ask you a couple of real quick questions here before we close. How would you feel about giving God the option to save you or not. And have you ever thought about that story and wondered, is this a lack of faith or tremendous faith? I want you to spend time remembering God's past actions on your behalf when you've been in the fire, okay? Father, thank you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Thank you for showing us that we can trust you. And Lord, next time we're in a hot spot, I pray that we immediately know we trust our Heavenly Father. Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life's going to throw more at you than you can stand. Remember to kneel. God bless, my friends. This is Pastor Rick. I'll see you next time on Lift It Up.